0: Hey guys, this is Paige and this is Avery. Welcome to the first episode of our podcast. So real. So real bestie. (laughs) This will be really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is our first episode. We wanted to do something a
1: little fun, you know, like something that we can definitely talk to. And that would be going to college at UCLA. Yeah,
0: because that is where we go. Yeah, and we've only been here. (laughs) I've never been anywhere else. That is true. (laughs) Ah, all right. Anyways, so before we start off with like the main section of the podcast, we Mm. thought we'd give you a little chit chat moment. You know, so we're gonna share a few little stories from from UCLA. um you can Uh, go first yeah I I
1: think so I have a tendency to do really awful things on the bus not purposely though um bad
0: things just happen to you on the bus I think
1: I mean multiple times like one time my entire water bottle spilled on the bus (laughs) and I went up to the bus driver and I was like hey what can I do I'm so sorry and he just looked at me And then turned away. (laughs) So I just got off the stop because I didn't know what else to do. But that's not even the story. That's not even the worst one. The worst one was where we were on a full bus. Like, there were a lot of students. So me and Paige um, and our other friend, we all had to stand. So I was standing. Oh, no. You guys were sitting.
0: Yeah. We were, like, sitting in the back row. And mind you, this was at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was early. I think I was going to, like,
1: a midterm or something. But it doesn't matter. Um... So I was the only one standing because for some reason I thought that would be a good idea. And we go around this turn, and it takes me a little off guard. So I literally swing around the pole, land into, like, fall backwards into these two guys' lap. I look at them in horror. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Totally fell. They both just look at me and don't say anything. And now I'm realizing that that's a theme in my stories. That <laughs> I do something stupid and people just ignore me. Yeah. Um, but then someone offered me their seat so I
0: could sit down. So that was nice. Probably because they just didn't want you to fall again. I think it was, yeah. it was a lot for everyone on that nine o'clock bus. It was. It and was, then we were laughing the whole time. Yeah. I was laughing through the pain. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. But now I
1: never, like, I know how to get on the bus now and sit. Like, I know how to find a seat. I will not give my seat up for other people. I'm sorry. You don't want me to.
0: And it's <laughs> not like is anyone's true.
1: pregnant or something. Yeah. It's a school bus.
0: Yeah. Alright. Well, my story is a little different. There's this thing at UCLA called Bruin Walk, so it's like this like walk away to class mm-hmm. and people will like flyer there so like they'll stand they'll hand out flyers they'll so like so many people try to sell things to you they'll like, just come up and talk to yeah you. there's always like portos or something being sold mm. and so one time we're walking out of like our student union center called Ackerman and we walk by this guy and he's like oh like do you guys like to laugh and just on instinct I go no I'm a cynic it was really funny I was there in the moment I'm really proud of
1: Paige because I cannot say no to people I've literally donated $10 to save our oceans on Bruin Walk so now I just avoid it entirely because I will
0: give someone money but yeah if you're ever on Bruin Walk say no or come up with a witty response yeah do not give them ten dollars yeah
1: or don't ignore them because then they also get mad they just don't like me
0: i don't (laughs) think ucla people like me (laughs) yeah bruin walk is not that bad for me but maybe it's you i have anxiety all right well with that let's head into the the podcast Right. to start us off with ucla i guess we should talk about academics yeah that's i feel like, like that's big here mm-hmm. definitely a school
1: where people care yeah. about their grades i always say everyone in ucla is really smart
0: until you get into a group project and then everyone <laughs> is so fucking dumb um, or office hours if you go to office hours sometimes you'll encounter some people who do not know what's going yeah, on yeah and you're just
1: like eh, well at least i'm not that yeah
0: exactly
1: But for the most part, people care about academics. It's really important. Um, It's definitely, like, a work hard, play hard environment.
0: Yeah. I think Um, it's nice, though, because it's not like Ivy Leagues where, like, people are competing to be the best. Like, no one really cares. Like, everyone's struggling a little, but, like, you want to do well, which I think is nice. Yeah. Everyone wants
1: to, like, help each other because that's how you get through the courses. UCLA is on the quarter system. So instead of having two semesters, we have three quarters. And then like an optional fourth summer quarter. Um, But things go by so quickly because we only have 10 weeks of actual learning per quarter. So you're just kind of like struggling together. I do really like that environment about UCLA. I've heard from other schools, especially like Ivy's. And then even Berkeley I've heard is so competitive. And I just don't think I could handle
0: that. Me neither. I I already struggle enough in this environment. yeah on top of, like, being competitive with other people, it would just, I'd be in well. Yeah, and we went to the same high school in,
1: out of state, not <laughs> California, um, and we came, our high school was pretty competitive, like, in a, not an outwardly way, but, like, uh, oh, what did you get on your test? Yeah. Like, oh, you got that, oh, okay, what, what schools are you applying to, like, you know, so I don't think it's much I think it's a little bit better than that because it's not, like, random people are going to be coming up to you. Like, you only have – you don't know everyone at the school. It's huge. Um, So, like, there's, like, inward competition. Like, oh, I want to get, you know, a good grade in this class. Like, I want to be at the top of it. But that's more, like, intrinsically motivated. That's
0: not coming from other people. Yeah. And I I will say, like, everyone in high school was, like – your senior year of high school is so much harder than your freshman year of college they lied I think you meant junior year no senior year yeah everyone was like your your junior and your senior year oh yeah I mean mostly people said senior but either way none of that is true yeah like yes high school was hard but it's nothing compared to like college I feel like Mm because not only are you like doing school and dealing with like really quick classes here, but you're also living on your own. So you have to eat and you have to get groceries Mm -hmm. or go do other things. So it's just, it's a very big balance, I would say. Yeah, I agree. I think, so I'm a
1: humanities major and Paige is more of, not more of, she is a STEM girl. So from my side of things, like homework and academics wise, I'm an English and public affairs major. So, I have a lot of readings, and I think the curve from high school to college, in terms of like homework and doing things outside of the classroom, is in high school, it's a lot of worksheets, readings, like little assignments. But in college, you don't have a ton of assignments. It's more like readings, where in a lot of classes, you're not like held accountable to those. If you don't read, it's not necessarily gonna like tank your grade until you get to you know midterms or finals so finding that like time to actually read your readings that are sometimes like 40 plus pages of like
0: nine point font that's hard but
1: then you get used to it
0: yeah I think that's like college is just a learning curve like it's figuring out like what works for you Mm -hmm. and like How to deal with certain teachers or classes because like especially here i will say the math teachers are not the most Mm -hmm. like top level prepared to teach a class yeah which is fine if you are a good learn on your own type of person not everyone is like that so if you are like that do not come to ucla if you're not like that do not come to ucla for stem it And I think, again, with the quarter system,
1: it moves so fast for STEM students. Yeah. Like, in the humanities, yes, it does move fast, but the professors can kind of set what they know they can get through in this amount of time, um, and it's a little bit more, like, fluid, you know? When you're yeah. learning about 18th century literature, if you don't get to, you know, the later end of the period it's fine yeah like you get the gist of it but in say your math class if you don't finish fucking calculus whatever I don't even know I didn't take calculus but like you're screwed so it has to yeah. move quickly and if you are a person that needs extra time there are things available for students yeah but it definitely is like you have to motivate yourself to do that
0: yeah yeah it's, it's hard, yeah, because it just it moves so quick. Like mm-hmm. midterms, especially in STEM, you have like two midterms, yeah, and they'll be I like know. week five and like week eight. And then you get two more weeks of school, mm-hmm. and then you're going to final. So it's all just very fast, like lots of material that you're trying to process. And it's definitely doable. It just takes a lot of like diligence and like being like prepared ahead of time, I would say. Yeah,
1: and I, ha- I do like – I really – have enjoyed most of the classes I've taken here. Um, My biggest issue with classes have been more gen eds. Like when I'm taking my science courses, I don't really wanna be learning that. Like that's not why I'm here. And that's not specific to UCLA. Um, But it is important to note that like when you're in gen ed classes, a lot of the times there's 300 plus students. So there's a chance that like your professor just won't get to your email. And it yeah. might depend on your grade. And you might get an A- minus in the class when you should have gotten an A. But <laughs> Let's then the, not get into but it. But then the TAs went on strike and you couldn't email. Any, anyways, basically what I'm saying is it's a good school. Just recognize that, like, you're one small fish in the big sea of yeah, UCLA. and For sure. If you want to get that, like, individual time, you need to go to office hours. You need to talk to your professor after class. Like, you need to motivate yourself to do that.
0: Yeah. Just make connections with, like, people in your class, your Mm -hmm. TAs, your professor, anyone you can. Because, like, whoever you can talk to about, like, questions or issues you Mm -hmm. have, like, the more people you have, the better off you'll be here for sure.
1: Yeah, and even going back to, like, the... It's not competitive. People, like, when people reach out to me in classes and are like, oh, like, can I get your Snapchat so we can talk through problems or something? Like, I love that because you just want to help each other, right? So everyone I've experienced, like everyone I've tried to talk to, um, just to like make friends in a certain class, they're very nice about it because they all just like, we all want to get through the class together.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which is super fun. You might never talk to those people again. You might have them in your class and never talking again, but still you like make that connection and it helps you.
0: I would also say it's, like, easier to form study groups because people aren't, like, competitive here. Like, I have a really good study group with, like, my friends who are somewhat in the same majors as I am, mostly engineering. But, like, we aren't competitive within, like, our group. We just all want to pass the class, you know, get the grade we want. And it's not like, oh, how did you do on the test? Like blah 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 yeah. I did really well like you got a seat like it's not really <laughs> You're like so that you so dumb it's more just like uh this class sucks how can we make it better and understand mm-hmm. what's going on yeah yeah so I guess we'll move into our next section all right I think it's time to bring up some Let's talk about housing. We this, have a few horror stories. Yeah. I have to say,
1: love like I feel like we're ripping on UCLA a lot. Like, oh, it's not... I love UCLA. Like, yeah. I love going here. I'm so grateful to go here. However, the bane of my existence is UCLA housing. Like, I will just say that. I think you got really
0: screwed over last year, though.
1: Yeah, but also even just, like, the mailing room.
0: Yeah, that's true. They're just...
1: And, okay... So what happens when you're a freshman going in, like an incoming freshman? You put your, you know, top five choices for what rooms you want, um, and then you just get randomly assigned. Like you don't get to choose your room, which is fine. You get it, like it's, yeah. it's obvious. And you
0: can choose your roommates, but we but, both went random.
1: Yeah. Well, I found one oh. online. Well, okay, oh, yeah. you find out what room you're assigned to, so like the type of room, but you don't find out the specific information until, like, probably less than a month before you move in. Like, who you're living with, what room exactly. So, when I found out what room I had, like, the room style, which is a triple classic. So, UCLA does this really fun thing where they put three people in a room instead of two. So, I was in a very small room, communal bathrooms. No AC. No AC. It was... It was rough. I'm not gonna lie. But, anyways... So I we got randomly assigned or I did freshman year. And then your later years when you're already a student, um, you can rec- you can put they ask you for a list of, you know, your top choices again, but then you get assigned a time where you can actually go in and pick your exact room, place you're living, you can form a roommate group, which is nice, but I mean
0: it's it's less random than freshman year but you can still get screwed over like we didn't get our ideal number one choice for housing this year because Mm -hmm. we're sophomores so we didn't really have priority so it's really just luck of the draw at the end of the day
1: yeah so right now we're in an eight person apartment so we have four bedrooms two bathrooms and it's it's nice because it's a completely new building. Yeah, and they're
0: all doubles. So you only are sharing a room with one other person, which is way better than having to share with two other people. Yeah, definitely. But it's a it's a lot of people in the kitchen, mm-hmm. for sure. And yeah, it's just hard because there's so many people living in one space. But mm-hmm. I think once you get the hang of it, it works out. Like, it's not as bad as it seems. It just seems like a lot when you first think, like, oh, eight people in an apartment.
1: Yeah, and we were lucky enough to know six yeah out of the eight people living here um if not like very close just by name at least like we we knew of them so that was good but a good thing I have to say UCLA housing their dining halls
0: yes top tier like so good no one no one understands how good the food is here until you come and eat the food Mm -hmm. like okay when you're living off campus you can't go to the dining halls right now because of COVID, unless you like pay money like they're not letting people who don't live on campus get a meal plan mm-hmm. which kind of sucks because i missed the food like yeah, we had like 10 too. dining hall options if you lived on the hill which is like the part of campus where all the people live like like the dorms. the are. dorms are yeah and so like there was italian food there was american food there was asian food mm-hmm. there was like the the study wonderful so good it's make your own sandwiches pizzas or salads and then they had like fries and other stuff too Mm -hmm. but it was like so good we spent so much time eating there I think yeah you could
1: it was just it was an amazing place and I miss it and it also was nice because it felt like you weren't paying any money to get food yeah because you already paid for it which
0: is a lie because UCLA housing is very expensive crazy expensive but yeah, you're not paying any money out of pocket like yourself. Yeah, so it feels like, well,
1: I need to spend all this money I already paid for it. Yeah. Which does happen. At the end of the quarters,
0: there are like a ton of kids trying to get rid of their swipes because yeah. they have too many. People have sold swipes. Like, you, yeah. if you look on like Yik Yak or something, people will be like, oh, um, I'll sell a swipe for $5. Yeah. Which is actually kind of a steal because they're worth like $9, mm-hmm. I think. They are. But the nice thing too is like even if you're not on the hill, if you have a meal plan, you can switch out a swipe for like a meal ticket and then mm-hmm. take it to campus and you can use that at like Rubio's or Veggie Grill or like Panda Express yeah, or
1: any of the Carls coffee Junior. shops. Yeah. So that's on super
0: nice, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like gives you lots of options for like eating on campus or like eating on the hill. Yeah, I I think
1: that was really nice. Um I definitely miss – I used to get, you know, a coffee and a bagel all the time because that was covered by one meal swipe ticket thing. And now I can't do that. I know. I have to pay for it myself. And now I go through, like, an
0: almond milk thing a day. It's terrible. It's really bad. I miss Kika Sushi. It is the best in Ackerman Union, Avenue A. They have udon noodles. <laughs> go get them if you go to UCLA. It will yes. change your life. Okay, well, maybe I don't that's know, a little... But yeah. yeah, but it's delicious. It's, okay? it's really good. Yeah, but on the topic of housing, we have a few horror stories. Yeah. More than a few, Let I would me, say. I Okay, I have one that I just remembered the other day,
1: and I was like, damn, I think I suppressed that. So... I so I lived with two other girls my freshman year. One I found online, one that was random. And for the most part, it worked out pretty well. Like it could have been a lot worse. Um, but the random roommate, she was a little she was a little different. She was a little kooky, and <laughs> I wasn't that close to her. Like we were definitely cordial living together. Nothing really happened that way, but I wouldn't say we were like friends, we were just roommates. And then one day she was like oh my god, guess what? I got my nipples pierced. And I was like, okay, cool, great. And then she flashes me and is like, look.
0: (laughs) Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah,
1: I did too. And then I remembered. I think it was because I was watching a TikTok and it said something and I don't even know. But yeah, so that happened to me. And my other roommate on a separate occasion, like
0: she was like, this happened to me. And I was like, that happened to me too. Oh no. (laughs) I don't think any of my housing stories are as bad as yours, but I will say winter, not winter, fall. That's a big crack. Yeah, my shoulder. It has problems. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, My fall quarter, we were going into finals week and I had an 8 a.m. final, which is brutal. <laughs> and not only was it an 8 a.m. final, it was an 8 a.m. math final. Absolutely brutal. So I am like trying to sleep the night before and i loved my roommate in the bunk above me but she was a snorer she lives with us now yeah so that is actually true. we still love her yeah that's my roommate and yeah. i love her yeah but she does snore she does i wear earplugs and i am not good with dealing with snoring and so i used to put in my airpods and like listen to a show to fall asleep so i didn't hear the snoring but she was sick this week finals <laughs> week and I was yeah I was trying so hard to not hear her snoring but she was so loud in the middle of the night I had to like stand up on my bed and look at her bed and be like hey you're snoring really loud could you please stop (laughs) and she would like roll over and try to like stop but it was probably one of the worst nights of sleep I got that quarter Mm -hmm. um all before my 8 a.m math final so that was unwell what did you get on the math final an A, I think. yeah, that's that's what I yeah, thought. I did I did do well that quarter in math. That was good. So I guess it didn't affect me that much in the end, but still, man, that night. You, there's a lot of learning curves to living with other people. Yeah, and I think
1: as long as you go into college and living with, even just like living in an apartment with roommates or something, like going in with the mindset that. Yes, you're all coming from different places who have lived different lives, who have like done different things in their home. Things will be different. Things will have to involve communication. A big thing, I don't know if this is the most effective, but a big thing that we made clear with like our roommates our second year was like, if you have an issue, don't be afraid to say something. And if you don't want to say it in person, just text it. Yeah. I don't think it holds accountability that well, but at least you're getting it out there. And if you need to say, like, hey, I've said this before, you have it in text. Yeah. I think that's helpful. Yeah. Just communicate. Maybe learn doing things a different way. Yeah. I used to be, I'm a no crummies in the sink person. This is a big thing. I hate wet food. Crumbs do not go in the sink. That's the one thing. I told Paige,
0: I was like, you got to throw this in the trash can. We do not put crumbs in the sink here. Listen, I'm a crummies in the sink type of household. So it's normal for me. (laughs) i'm working on it though okay mm-hmm. but yeah ucla housing and all definitely great like triples are unideal unideal but mm-hmm. once you get used to it it's it's fine yeah it the works. food makes it worth it if you're living on the hill so yeah. it's it's whatever and the nice thing is ucla guarantees four years of housing so mm-hmm. no matter what you're guaranteed like housing while you go to school here which, which is, is really nice because the surrounding area which is westwood like We
1: were looking for an apartment for next year, not with UCLA housing, and it's so expensive. Yeah. It's for crappy stuff.
0: Yeah. All the buildings around us right now are new, so they're really nice. So, yeah, it's nice to have the option of living with UCLA. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we can move on to the next topic.
1: So, another part of UCLA life that I would say is pretty prevalent is like the abundance of extracurricular activities. Like if you are interested in something or you identify in some sort of group, like you will find a club for that or Definitely. something to join. Um at the beginning of each year there's what is it called? The It's like enormous the big
0: activity Yeah, enormous activities fair or like, something. Yeah. And they
1: literally have all of the like fields, not I don't know what to call field. Outdoor area. Yeah,
0: between our, like our buildings. Yeah,
1: they're just like rows of tables with different groups that you can learn about and join. Um, super fun! It could be something as just like you can go. There's like a stoners group on campus. Yeah, but then there's also like mathematical engineering. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a STEM major. Yeah, there's lots know.
0: of like pre med, pre law stuff like that. Like academic clubs. Yeah. Right now I'm a part
1: of the Daily Bruin, which is like UCLA's student run newspaper. I write for Prime Magazine, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is like the quarterly magazine for UCLA, which is super fun. Um, It is, I would say, extracurriculars when it's more like, not academics focused, but like Career-based, you know, those definitely take up a lot more time. Yeah. Um, you have weekly meetings, and then I have, like, individual meetings with my editors every week. Um, and then, obviously, you have to, like, interview people and write a story, and it is on a tight schedule. But it's super fun, especially if you like to write or you're interested in journalism as a career. I think it's super important to try and get involved in, like, your student newspaper because that's how you learn, like, if you like doing it or not, because it is definitely different than, like, a high school newspaper, which I was also in. It's very different. Big learning curve, but super fun, and I think that's also a good way to make friends. At the point I was at, I already had, like, a closer group of friends, so I didn't, like, throw myself into, like, the Daily Bruin, you know, social event things as much, but if I did... I definitely think I could have, like, found a group of people there that I spent most of my time with. Um, Yeah, I'm not saying I don't, like, I have friends. (laughs) I have friends in the Daily Bird, but, um, yeah, super fun. You can have your extracurriculars be as meshed with your social life as possible. Or they can be separate. Like, you can do whatever feels right for you.
0: Yeah. I think... Like, one thing to note about UCLA extracurriculars, which is probably pretty similar to other places, if is if you're trying to do, like, an academic club or, like, something that involves, like, working in the field, then you are going to have to interview. Like, oh, there's yeah. a chance you won't make it into that club, but, That's like, true. at the end of the that. day, it's worth it to just, just try and also... The thing is, there are so many clubs that are pretty much the same. So, like, there are millions of pre-med clubs because I used to be pre-med. Not Not anymore. anymore. (laughs) But, like, if you didn't get into one, you could definitely apply to others. And on top of that, like, even if you don't want to apply or you're too too scared or, like, you don't get in, then there are so many other clubs that you don't Mm -hmm. have to apply for that, like, especially identity clubs. I think, like, nationality is a really big one. There's Yeah.
1: And even, like, nationality with what you want to do yeah. like Filipinos for community health. I wrote a story on them actually, but like it's people who are interested in like the pre-med field. It is focused on, you know, making those connections and having, you know, references and everything, but it also focuses on like a certain identity. And um, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. My friends are in Soles, which is like an engineering club, but um, for Hispanic and Latino people. So there's just lots of ways to like, Find things that you enjoy about yourself or enjoy doing and Mm -hmm. then make it into an extracurricular er, (laughs) (laughs)
1: extracurricular
0: activity
1: yeah and honestly i mean my interview process for the daily bruin i had to submit an application with like i don't know i answered like a writing prompt or something and a couple of other questions which wasn't too bad and then i had one interview and that was it so it's Pretty low pressure. I would say, like, if you're comparing, like, an interview for a competitive internship versus a school club, like, it's much less pressure because you're talking with other students. Like, they go to UCLA. It's not someone who's, like, completely removed or, I mean, at least in my experience. So I think it's also just, like, good practice, even if you don't get in, to, like, practice interviewing and practice what that feels like because... Just because I got into the Daily Bruin doesn't mean I've interviewed for things and, like, always gotten the job or into the school or something like yeah. that. Like, I've failed so many times in interviews. But every time I come out of an interview, I'm like, oh, that was good. Like, I can learn from this. Yeah. Um. So see what worked well. See so yeah. what did it. And, you know, that's what college is all about. Oh, God. Learning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll take a segue into social life, which is kind of connected to extracurriculars, I would say. Yeah, a good example of that is like
1: Ski and Board Club. If you're at UCLA, you like to ski, you like to snowboard, there's a club that you can join where they do that. But then also they have like Ski and Board Club parties where they raise money, and that's like a very social aspect of UCLA. Like a lot of clubs, even like the theater department like they will throw parties for fundraising um so if you're in a certain group or your friends are or even if you like kind of know about it you can go to these things
0: yeah i mean it's posted all over social media if you know where to look you can definitely find it and it does cost like five dollars to get in which is sometimes not worth it yeah a lot of times those parties get shut down yeah it's hit or miss sometimes Mm -hmm.
1: they're okay sometimes they're not but like a little um whatever, like, a little trick I heard of. I've never tried it before. But you – it's always a Venmo. So you put in the Venmo, but you put your phone on airplane mode so it doesn't load all the way. And then you're like, oh, like, it's loading. Sorry, my phone's really slow. They'll let you in. Like, they really don't have time to, like, wait for it to load for you to go in. Um, And then you just turn your phone off airplane mode. Because I'm sorry, some of them are not worth it. Like, there's no alcohol left, which is fine because, like, I don't even – you know, it's whatever, but then,
0: but but then the place gets shut down. Or, like, the party's just not that fun, and you're, like, I paid five dollars to sit in here and do nothing. Yeah. I mean, my friends have, like, when we went to that one theater party, my Mm -hmm. friends did, like, I screenshotted my Venmo and sent it to them, Mm -hmm. and they, like, got in fine, so I'm sure you can do it sometimes, like, sometimes they're a little, eh, about it, but Yeah. Paid parties are interesting. It's definitely hit or miss. We don't go to a lot of those. We mainly go to frat parties, which is something else as well.
1: Just a disclaimer. We are not part of Greek life. At all. And if you go to UCLA and you're a girl, you don't need to be a part of Greek life to go into parties. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not necessary. We don't have, like, the wristband thing. I know some schools have that where you need a wristband to get into, like, frat parties. Um, Yeah, it's really... Come one, come all type vibes. Yeah, as long as you go to UCLA, and even if you don't, like, you can Make your way in. in. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a girl, if you're a guy.
0: Don't even try. Yeah. You'll not get in. It's not going to work.
1: Well, we have some tricks up our sleeve, but we're not going to share those. Maybe later. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. Um, For, I feel like a good way to describe UCLA Greek life is everyone who's in it really cares deeply about it and like it means so much to them and you can see like a lot of their okay this is like i'm sorry this is my opinion if it offends you i'm my bad you can not listen but like i just feel like the greek life of ucla is very like bubble like they're in their own bubble and everything that like affects them so greatly like say oh you know Sally was caught with you know like a beer in her hand in a party and she got put on probation I don't even know how it works but stuff like that like that seems really big to them but in the grand scheme of things no one cares yeah um I think if you are struggling to like find ways to make friends and you see a sorority as a way to go that route I don't think that's bad um but there are definitely other ways to make friends if the only reason you're joining a sorority is to meet people yeah
0: and if you're only joining a frat to go to parties there are definitely other parties you can go to but I will say the frat parties are nice because they're free to get into Mm -hmm. and I like the frats here at UCLA I don't think we're like a major frat school which is really nice like frats like don't really drive the social life of UCLA but Mm -hmm. it's nice to like if you really want to go to a party on the weekend, you can find a party most of the time at the frats. And some of the guys in the frats are really nice. Some are not as
1: nice. There's definitely, you got to be smart going into frats and just like socially aware, you know? Yeah. There was a frat that me and Paige, we went to once just alone. I don't even know why we were alone, but we went there and we were like, this is so fun. Oh my God. Like this was a great frat party. And then we talk to some girls later, and they're like, do you know their nickname? And it turns out...
0: They are not a good frat. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They've had some legal troubles with...
0: Sexual assault.
1: Yeah. So, be conscious of where you are. Always help people out. Um, If someone looks like they need help, help them. You know, like, always stay with your friends. Always check up on your friends. Yeah, just basic stuff. And that
0: goes for anywhere. That's not specific to UCLA. I will say I did go to a frat day party. Oh, yeah. Which is, at UCLA, basically, like, the frat members will have day parties where they each bring a date. And they'll stay in the house or they'll go somewhere. And normally there are themes. And those are really fun, like, especially if you're with one of your, like, girlfriends who's Mm -hmm. also, like, a date of one of the guys in the frat. Or if you happen to be, like a fling with a guy in the frat Mm then it can be kind of fun but like we went to a bar and just kind of like there was a dj and food and drinks and that was really fun but it's definitely frat life is not for everyone Mm -hmm. i will say like if you are not a frat party girly that is okay yeah it is a lot Mm -hmm. and sometimes it is just like stressful to deal with or like lots of energy, but if you are looking for easy parties, like, frat parties at UCLA are very easy to get into, Mm -hmm. and I would say fun most of the time.
1: Yeah, I agree, and I think you go through phases, like, freshman year, you wanted to go out, like, all the time, and I was, like, I loved going out. I was, like, I can't do this, man, like, I think the, the housing situation for me drained me so much. Yeah. Where it's, like, it was harder for me to go out because then I would have to get back late and like take a shower in a communal bathroom and not wake up my roommates. And it was just a whole thing. But um, now this year I'm like, let's fucking go out. Yeah. And I don't want to
0: leave the couch. Yeah. (laughs) Which is fair. but Yeah. I guess also while we're on social life, we could talk about sports events. Mm -hmm. Um, UCLA is a (laughs) very I wouldn't I don't know if I would say very big like athletics community but yeah. I will say we have we had a better football team this year and we, we have did. a very good basketball team mm-hmm. so and gymnastics definitely, yes Woo-hoo. and I think men's volleyball yeah is good water polo and I think is good soccer, soccer is good yeah there's oh, yeah. lots soccer of soccer team is great there's a lot of sporting events you can go to I will say football is definitely the well, basketball is pretty hard to get into, yeah. but football is definitely a pain in the ass to try to, like, yeah. go see a game. Because, first of all, you have to get tickets, which is pretty easy to do. Like, UCLA will give free tickets sometimes, and if you are a student, then it only costs, like, $25 to go to the game, which yeah. is pretty reasonable. And but, you can get, like,
1: the Den Pass,
0: which yeah, is, like... 150 or something
1: for the whole year. Yeah, and you can get into all the, like you get tickets for basketball and football, and football like all free yeah. not free but like within the package yeah
0: so if you use it enough it's worth it but we did not yeah but the issue with football games is we live in like west la area mm-hmm. westwood and the football stadium is in pasadena which is like an hour drive away yeah so like if you want to because it's at the rose bowl yeah if you want to pregame, if you want to like do any sort of like pre-game activities at all. Or even like leave the place early. Like yeah, leave the game. It early. is like impossible. Cause if you want to get there early, you have to get on a bus or you have to take an Uber like super early because normally the games are during the day. And then once you get there, if you want to go home, if you're tired, if you don't want to watch the whole game, it's a pain. Yeah. Well I would say it's even worse to get there because so there's
1: like a router bus, which is what takes all the UCLA students who have like den passes a or bus pass, I guess, Yeah. to the game. But you're not guaranteed a spot on the bus. So you have to wait in line to even see if you can get on the bus. And then there's, like, a chance you don't get on.
0: Well, you're guaranteed a spot on the bus if you reserve your spot. Oh, yeah. You have to, like, pre-reserve. But then you still have to
1: wait in line to get yeah, on the bus. Yeah, that's true.
0: And if you don't pre-reserve your spot, then you're not guaranteed a spot. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, basically you're not getting on the bus. Yeah.
1: Which isn't... Like, there's so many lines. Yeah. What we have found works best for us is, well, we don't, we didn't have, we went to one football game this year. Yeah, and, and we, we stayed, left early. Yeah. We stayed, we didn't even make it past the first quarter. And I'm not one, like, I like watching football. I think we both enjoy yeah. watching football, but I've always said watching football on the TV is much better than going in person. Yeah. And when we went, it was like fucking 90 degrees in the sun, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but
0: should we, should we say our little tip? I I don't know. Maybe we should keep that to ourselves for now. Let's just say... There are free buses to take you home if you're at the game and you want to leave early. Yeah. It's just about knowing where they are. And pretending to be someone, someone you're not. Yeah. <laughs> That's,
1: That's all it. we'll say on that.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say, I am a basketball girly. Mm-hmm. I love basketball down to the very core of my soul. That's how I feel about gymnastics, everyone. <laughs> but... Yeah. I will say basketball games are, like, the hardest thing to get into here. Yeah. Even if you have the Den Pass, you're not guaranteed a seat. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing an online queue or something, they make you stand <laughs> in person. In line. In line. For, like, we went to a game. I don't think you were here. I wasn't. But we I stood in line for probably two hours to get into this. Not even to get into the game. To get a wristband so I could get into the mm-hmm. game later. And then if you want a good seat... You have to wait, like, another three hours. So, it's better, like, you're better off just buying actual tickets for the game than having to wait, I would say. I would agree. Like, I didn't even, I haven't been to a basketball game yet, but,
1: like, you have to, we have classes, you know? Like, classes don't stop for basketball games, and normally they're on days where we have school. So, like, you have to miss classes unless you have, like, a pretty open schedule to get a seat at the game. And then you're spend your, spending your whole day in line and then you go to the game at night and like at UCLA if you like care like basically if you care about your academics you're going to be doing some form of work every day yeah so like you don't really have I mean you do but like wasting your whole day and the same thing with football like wasting your whole day traveling to a place or yeah. waiting in line and then like it becomes not worth it to go that much
0: yeah especially when most of the games are online I would say like that's yeah. just how we watch all of the games is mm-hmm. just online yeah Definitely everyone makes fun of like the UCLA football student section, but it's like no one can get there. Yeah. Like if you had to go through this process of watching your team, you probably wouldn't be there either.
1: Yeah. Like if we could walk I can't even imagine walking to the stadium
0: and then from you, here. Yeah. No, oh. like like just if we had it
1: on campus. <laughs> yeah. And like walking. Like if you're tired, you can just walk back go like home. that's yeah. not how it works. You are yeah. literally an hour away.
0: You are stuck there. Yeah, at least a $50 Uber ride. Yeah. It's, but one thing that is nice is they sell alcohol at the stadiums. Yeah, they do. So if you want to get your drink on, that's a possibility. Um, But all other sporting events are really easy to get into, I would say. Like Mm -hmm. volleyball, gymnastics, like you basically can just show up and it's all free. Yeah. So you can just walk in and watch, which is really nice. Even if you don't have the Gen Pass.
1: Like I'm a huge gymnastics fan because I was a gymnast when I was little. and um <laughs> and I love going all to all the meets I wasn't able to go to any of the meets last year because of like COVID it was like the resurgence of COVID and yeah things were shut down and everything but I'm definitely planning on going sometime this quarter yeah and it looks super fun and there's always room like you have good seats too which is really nice yeah And I went to a soccer game my first day at UCLA ever, and I saw Noah Beck and Dixie D'Amelio. So you never know who you're going to run into. That is true. Could be them. It could be someone famous. Yeah, except for when I saw them, I was like, that really looks like Noah Beck and Dixie D'Amelio. I didn't know until after (laughs) when people were posting on their stories. I was like, oh. So
0: real. So real. So real. Well, I think that concludes our podcast for today. Yeah, if you have any questions or anything you want us to talk about hit us up let us know i don't know how yet we'll we'll set up an email maybe <laughs> we're ready to be so real <laughs> yeah
1: love you guys Bye. Bye.